Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm glad that this little thing works as well as it's, you know, as well as yeah. it is. I use my phone. I have an old phone, so I figured that camera looks better anyway. Live now. Yeah, that was my backup plan, was the phone. That's what I <laughs> used last time. Phone always works. All right, do the intro. Let's do it. Welcome to Rat Salad Review. Hello, welcome. Hello, welcome in by Rat Salad Review, Mutafikas. Yeah, what's up? Hey, and hey, Bobby Lucas, welcome back. Bobby Leatherlungs Lucas. Thank you. Thank Leatherlungs. You. What is with that leather, leather lungs? Where did that come from? <laughs> that came actually from way back in, I think, 1998. Um, it was right after the first Seven Witches came out. It was somebody in the German press that said it, and it just stuck. Really? Oh, so you, you had nothing to do with you. It just came out of nowhere. No, it, well... What happens is the people in your band, you know, they'll start, they'll start using it to goof on you and stuff like that. I, I hate it personally. I don't oh, you don't like it? Why oh, you put I'm it on sorry. your I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the fence still. I'm still on the fence since '98, '98, '99. I thought I shut my 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 uh, notifications off, but I, I don't know how to use this phone. Right. I don't know how like to use to nothing. We like to have interruptions during the show. That's fine. Jesus, Mary. <laughs> I still don't know how to use that. And pets. We welcome pets. That's a beautiful cat you have back there. Oh, you can see my cat? Yeah. They always want to get in on the act. He was photobombing you. Video bombing. The gray and white one? Yes. The black one. Oh, the black and white one. Okay, that's that's Freddy. Hey, Freddy. Meow, meow. I'm a, I'm a crazy cat person. Nothing wrong with that. I... I'm right. allergic to cats, but I do love them. I'm a dog. I am myself. too. I am too <laughs> allergic too. I swear to God, I am. I became allergic though. It's really? Yeah, I have allergies to some fruits too that just came out of nowhere. Avocados. I can't eat avocados no more. That sucks, man. Ah, uh, really? no guacamole. Boo. That sucks, dude. I used to love. I had those. avocado yesterday in my shrimp taco. They're the best. Shut up, Don't brag. Man, come on, you're teasing me now. <laughs> So it just came out of nowhere. Huh? I remember you had you on the last show that you were on. Uh, you said you had COVID. Did it have anything to do with that or it just came out of nowhere? No. Nah, you know what? This was before co- before I got the COVID. Okay. Shortly before. All right. That's strange. That's weird. And then the cat thing. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats too, but uh, I have a long haired cat. I'm not allergic to her. 
Maybe like so. a Persian? No, um, it's kind of like a Maine Coon, but not really. A Maine oh, Coon. It looks like man. a Maine Coon. I know somebody who's got a Maine Coon. They're freaking beautiful, man. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're gigantic. Dude. Yeah, yeah. my last cat was a Maine Coon. And uh, yeah, he was pretty. Everybody thought he was a dog. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they have great personalities, too. They do. Yes. That cat, oh, my God, that, that cat was almost like a human. How would, shocked would, they must have been when they heard the Pekingese go meow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've had cats all my life. My mother, you know, really? So, yeah, she used really? to feed the cats. She had thirty in the backyard. Oh my god, she was legit. Yeah, Lord is well, crazy cat because she doesn't have any anymore. But yeah, lots of cats, man. Wow. But yeah. I love all animals. Yeah, it's a way to be. Well, we're not here to talk about animals. Well, although you are an animal, Bobby. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we got John Stanley in the room, and he says, "Cheers, Bobby." What, Stanley? What's up, so bro? We hope, we hope Cheers, to have a lot bro. of your uh, your listeners to your show. Talk about that your your uh, your radio show. Uh, what got you started in that? I really, honestly, don't know. I think somebody might have said along the way because I'm very uh, like critical. Hmm. you know and i'm like i'm like the kind of guy if i don't like it i don't like it and i'm gonna talk right. it, you know and and then we were we were in um greece and i think it was like real late and i was drinking that that greek moonshine oh, fuck, <laughs> uzo uh or no, is not Red, uzo but it's uh raki I was disappointed in Uzo because they kept telling me, oh, how fucked up it's going to get you and how drunk it's going to get me. I was doing shots of it and I was like, well, I'm waiting to pass out. So because they're like, oh, you're going to pass out. So then when we got to one area, it's made with the grape seeds. The seeds. Recky. It's Recky. Recky. That's what it is. Uh, it wasn't called Recky, but it's made from the seeds or the stems or some shit. And it's a brandy. They consider it a brandy. Metoxa? Damn, man, I can't think of it. I can't think of it either. I named all the popular Greek liquors. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Cipriano? Cipriana? Cipiru or Cipiru. Oh, man, I've never heard that one. And it's it's like every every town or every province or whatever has their own version of it. And you like it's it's literally now it's bottled because I can find it here in the United States now. I gotta ask my uncle. Sipuru, Sipuru, Sipuru is how you pronounce it. it. Starts with a T, T S, Sipuru, but it's phenomenal, man. It's it's a strange tasting, like a almost like a I can't explain. It. It's like a gin, man. I am ashamed to be Greek right now because I don't know what it is. Yeah, I've never had this. If you guys ever get the chance, try it, man. If you oh, guys, no, Wayne I'm, Straight Edge, no, that's yeah. yeah. If you like little, me little on the here, occasion, I, I only I only drink when my buddy FJ comes over. He's a bad influence. That's it. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, I don't touch the stuff no more. Well, I started drinking out of the womb. My first communion, I was nine months old. So <laughs> they start you young in the Greek church. That's great. <laughs> So how did that become into the radio show? How did that happen? Oh yeah, you, you, you got he was <laughs> drunk. That's how it happened. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Well, well, we were talking music with with some 
with some Greek guys and it was like three of us attacker, four of us attacker guys. Mm. And Mikey Benetatos goes, he goes, you're such a bully. He goes, because, because I was saying what, whatever band sucked at the time. And he's like, Oh, you're such a bully. He's your metal bully. And he called me the metal bully. And I, and I was just after that, it was stuck. And then I, I used to pose questions on my page and, you know, people would chime in and give their opinions and all. And I had mentioned uh, to somebody, I was thinking about starting a radio show. And then somebody got in touch with me, who shall rename, re- remain nameless. He's actually no longer with us. But his station will remain nameless because uh, we started off on a good foot, but then they wanted to censor me. They were like, oh, no, you can't do that because I want to do skits and stuff. Because I do voice acting, too. So they're like, oh, well, I don't make any money doing it. (laughs) So not yet. Come on, man. Somebody got to get me a a paying voice acting job. I want to do some cartoon stuff. Hire for your next Dragon Ball Z spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, And and that's what happened. So they didn't want to. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to stop doing. I'm not going to not do it. Because once you start with a little bit of censorship, more and more and more. So if I gave in, I said, that's all right, man. And then a, a very dear friend of mine who recently passed Robin, Robin Souls, um, she got in touch with me and she's like, you know, I can get you a metal messiah. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, let me talk to let me talk to LC. And she talked to him and one thing led to another. And I started doing it. And I had my buddy Roach as co-host. And um, we were metal bully and a roach. And we did, you know, very like a like a stern kind of thing, you know, because I've been listening to stern. And before that, I miss actually my father used to drive me home from uh, me staying on the weekend. And we would listen to I miss on the way home. And I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. You know, you're a kid. You're like 10 years old. And you hear I miss you're like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> and my father, you're like, don't tell your mother I had this on the fucking radio. You know, I'll be like, yeah. OK, I won't tell her. And then stern, you know when I was in high school and that was it. Like probably started listening to Stern. Maybe I was about 16, mm. something like that. So plus I'm an idiot. I like to make people laugh. So <laughs> not wrong with that. We need, I'll do anything for a laugh. You know, that's, it. that's how you gotta be, especially if you gotta be, you're going to be in the entertainment field. You have to be funny and you gotta make people laugh. How long it. have you been doing the voice acting? Oh, dude, I'm just goofing. I mean, I'm not really a legit. I mean, my own stuff I am, but uh, mm-hmm. oh, man, I've been doing voices since forever, man, since school, yeah. since Catholic school. There's oh, wow. there's another there's that's another tell. That's a big tell that I All went right. to Catholic school for nine years. So <laughs> that yeah, Lord. You, you went the whole time. They didn't nine years, out. man, my mother, wow. because my mother went. So yeah. naturally they wanted to put me in. And uh, literally paid to have my the shit beat out of me constantly. <laughs> they paid tuition to get your ass beat because I did. I was at the tail end of that. I, I, I was 1980. I graduated from uh, Catholic school. Wow. So, yeah, man, they were still whooping ass back then. Yeah. My mother had it worse, though. My mother had a kneel on raw rice. So I never had to do that. <laughs> Well, that's good. 
That's crazy, man. Uh, so what got you into singing? Because I, I, you know, I, I did, I know who you are. Well, I knew who you were when I added you on Facebook. Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> no, not really. I don't think so. No. Well, I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> like two years ago. Right now, well, go I, I knew who you were from Overlord's Return of the Snow Giant. Yeah, that, that's and one. I fucking love that record. Thank you, man. Thank you. Killer, that's... killer vocal performance. I, I wasn't there. But I saw the uh, video performance from the Keep It True Festival in Germany. Uh, yeah, that was you guys killed it. Lots of fun that was. Yeah, I love going overseas, man. Germany, especially because I was born in Germany, in Würzburg. Oh, really? Würzburg, Bavaria. Yeah, I was born. Army oh, brat or? Yeah. Yes, exactly. An army brat. My dad was stationed, you know, over there. So my mom went six months pregnant with me because she missed my old man. And then she popped me out over there on the base. So they lived off base. So they were renting a, uh, an apartment. And my mother still talks about how wonderful those people were, you know, how, how good they treated her and my father and stuff. And when I was born, she's got pictures of them holding me and stuff. Was, it's, you know, it, it felt good to be able to, to go there. And uh, especially that I got to play in Würzburg years years later hmm. very cool yeah i've been to germany the most back and forth a lot but other places too but yeah man i i digress so i i i forget what oh singing catholic school man again really they were the culprits you know M mrs mercurio i didn't know i could sing she told me i could sing because she you know we'd sing Every first Friday, we were down in church. We had a church literally in the basement that mm. looked like something out of a fucking horror movie, dude. It was always <laughs> dimly lit with the fucking candles. Yeah. And uh, it just had a, listen, it had a creepy atmosphere. It was old, Churches are very creepy. Old, old mm. church, man. And yeah. uh, we had to go every first Friday of the month, man. And uh, we'd have to sing the hymns. And she, and she heard, you know, she heard potential in me. She, you're going to be the, you're going to be the boy singer to lead the boys. And then this girl, Annette Vargas, you're going to be the girl, mm. lead the girls. You know, we had to sit, we had to stand in the front. I didn't want to do it at first. Right. She, you know, she, she threatened me. She says, I'm going to make you sing in front of the whole auditorium. Cause we, we the school went like once a month to the auditorium or a couple, every couple months up to the auditorium. We had like, a, it's like a, Catholic school pep rally. Insane. Right. Yeah. It, was, it was insane. But yeah, that was it. And then I, I started singing in church because I had to. Now, were you into metal music at the time? When well, I, I started getting into metal music because of my cousin, Alan, because he's a little older than me. And hmm. he turned me on to like Sabbath, Deep Purple, Alice Cooper, you know, the classics, uh, Kiss hmm. and, and um, Zeppelin. You know, that was my first introduction to heavy music. And this was maybe seven, the end of seventh grade going into eighth grade, because I can remember him playing the first Sabbath album for me. And, and he said, you know, it's, it scared the shit out of me, really, because of the bells <laughs> and the rain right. and the thunder and all. But yeah. I was into that because I love horror movies. So... One thing led to another, but I still say that the 
the kings of metal, like the old, the guys who invented it were Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Led Zeppelin. It's like, it's the unholy trio right there. Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. They, they, yeah. they pretty much carved out a genre that's still going, man. Yeah. Now, we're talking about your radio show and how you got it started and everything, and you, you're picking on, you know, talking about bands you don't like. So what's one of the bands that you, like, really despise? Severed oh, Angel. Man. No, oh, just kidding. Dude, it's just a loaded... <laughs> you hit me with the loaded questions. Yeah, right? yeah, come on. <laughs> well, Wayne, don't hold back. He likes complete no. honesty. Oh, hey, Blabbermouth, here's your, here's your head title. <laughs> you want me to That's throw funny. somebody under the bus? Now. And why is it Godsmack? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Some of I don't know. Some of the new metal stuff I really didn't like. Disturbed, I can't stand that fucking band. Yeah, I can't like them either. You know, and the guy's such an asshole too. The singer, he doesn't sing. He fucking barks, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks. And he looks like Phil. Collins. And it's like every fucking song he was doing some kind of. Oh, <laughs> you know, different fucking stupidity. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you in a, in a fucking zoo or are you on a microphone? <laughs> well, I, I don't like David Draymond at all, man. Yeah. I don't yeah, like the man. band. The guitar player's good, man. If he played all with right. me, it'd be something different. Yeah. Eric. Eric uh I can't pronounce that. He just said Bobby. Some guy Eric. Oh. Eric Herson or whatever. I don't know. And John Stanley that. said Green Day sucks. I agree. Green Day, <laughs> yes. He knows I hate Green Day. I don't like that fucking Billy Joe Armstrong guy either with his fake fucking English accent. Listen, if you could like punk rock all day fucking long, okay? But if you're from the fucking United States, you don't sing with a fucking British accent because that's like the worst thing you could fucking possibly ever do, ever do, in my opinion. There's another band doing it now, a young band. I can't remember the name. Can't remember the name, but I was like, oh, no, no. And they're from the United States. They're as American as I am. So, even Madonna started doing it for a while. No, she started Ooh, talking like that. Madonna, Madonna started talking like that in, Madonna. Oh, like that in daily conversation. And now she looks like a fucking muppet. <laughs> that's an insult to all muppets, Wayne. Take that. Back. No, that's true. I'm sorry. I take it back. Look at Madonna. We like the muppets. <laughs> take a look at her. She's fucking nuts, anyway. She is nuts. She literally they're makes nuts. herself look like the fucking guy from the from fucking Saw. Jigsaw, she was yes. <laughs> Hello, come Wayne, on stage I on, want on to a play bicycle. A game. <laughs> fucking Baphomet, she looks like and shit. She really does look like a fucking demonic fucking person, man. Yeah, she's, she does not look like uh, a human. She honestly. had the she had the curls and all, like fucking ram horns and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. freaky, man. Freaky. Yeah, she's crazy. No eyebrows, dude. Zero eyebrows. Well, even I, the eyebrows are scared to stay on her face now. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> What'd you do? And then he just left. <laughs> oh my God, man. I never That's thought she was all that, anyways, back in the day. No, she's she, no, no. she never got no, she never did nothing for me either, to be honest with you. You know, she never did nothing for me. My buddy, though, my buddy's brother, oh my god, he had Madonna posters all over his wall. I'll take Apollonia, Vanity, and Shinny Easton any day over Madonna. I used to have a fucking vanity poster on my wall. When I was a kid, I had Samantha Fox. I had, oh, yes. I The cans on her, my mommy. And uh, she still looks good. Samantha Fox. I had Vanity. And I, oh, dude, I had the va- that famous Farrah poster when I was a kid, you know, Farrah Fawcett. But uh, 
I don't know. I got to say out of the Charlie's Angels, uh, Jacqueline Smith, man, was always the hottest. In mm. my she was gorgeous, man. You know? All right. I don't know how we got into this subject. You asked him to throw a bandy hates under the bus. Yes, and we, we got, got to go with the Madonna. You're the one that <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get you to forget about that. So I don't no. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, sticks. 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 I hate sticks. Man. Oh, out of all the band sticks, you're gonna pick mm. sticks. The I Grand Delusion. I like. That's it. Mm. I couldn't. You know what? I couldn't. I just couldn't get into them at the time. I guess, man. That that Cornerstone album is when they started to really get commercial, and then uh, Kilroy was here. No, 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 no. I had a buddy that was a Sticks fan. You know, no, I can't do the Sticks thing. I could do Journey, dude, and and nice. Foreigner, but I can't do Sticks. I just don't know. His voice irks me. I can't what do, do you think about the, now. I know. What do you think about all the journey nonsense that's going on? They're hiring uh, bodyguards now, I guess. Journey? Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Kane and Neil Sean are now in, in, in a lawsuit with each other, and they're the two 50-50 partners in Journey. Oh, so shit. now Sean's got private security outside of his dressing room because... Well, I don't know why it happened, but because of that, Jonathan Kane started putting private security outside of his dressing room. So now it's like, you know, the two of them can't communicate without their attorneys. It's, it's over, ridiculous. Man, dude. Once it gets to that point, it's over, man. You know, even the singer, he's like, you know, afraid. Is <laughs> Dean Cashinobo on drums still? Yeah, he's back. He's back on drums. Oh, he's back? Mm -hmm. And uh, who's singing the the young Filipino. Yeah, it's still Arnel yeah, Pineda. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's very good. He he's is. very good. But Steve Algieri was good, too, because I saw them with both. I saw them with Steve Algieri. I thought he was fantastic, man. You he know? was. He was. I saw him literally a week before they replaced him with Jeff Scott Soto. <laughs> now, that I got to check out because I like Jeff Scott Soto. I was very curious as to what that sounded like. There is a, a lot of uh, YouTube uh, bootlegs of the Jeff I'm Scott sure. Soda era. Okay, well, hold on. Eric uh, just responded. Uh, Vanity, the chicken penthouse who was Miss America. That's Vanessa Williams, the pop Vanessa star. Vanessa Williams, yeah, I remember her. Early six pre-A&M records is killer. Talk about the new Attacker album, you prick. Wayne, move on to that. I'm, tr I'm trying. You know what? I don't see any of these uh, comments. Wow. Very oh, there not, That's weird. <laughs> there's not much I can tell you, but it, the exciting part is yes, we are working on it and not recording yet. We are writing and uh, things are going good. You know, we've probably got about uh, starting like a uh, sixth song. So, oh. well, what's taking so long? Oh, jeez. Well, what's taking so long was <laughs> we had the COVID for two years. Yeah. And, um, I had a little bit of a writer's block because I had COVID twice and I started getting really forgetful, you know, after I had, I had 104 degree fever three nights in a row. Wow. Uh, and I was in the, I was in the hospital the first time around. I was in the hospital. Hmm. Because, Did it turn uh, into COVID pneumonia? Well, no, what it was actually, they were surprised at how clear my lungs were. The doctor, the infectious diseases doctor was like, shocked like oh my he's like your your lungs are still operating at like 70 percent capacity he goes and they should be a lot you know they should be worse you know and uh 
I was just grateful. He, and I told him, I said, I smoke weed. I said, I don't know. Is that have anything to do with it? You know, he said, and now he, my um, cardiologist told me, he goes, you know, they're actually looking into that now. They're like doing like studies on, because I guess it was a common thing for marijuana smokers to not have that bad of, of, um, you know, congestion or pneumonia or whatever. And um, the theory is that when you smoke weed, you get like a resin covers coats your, your inside of your lungs. So the COVID adheres to the lungs. So now the COVID is not adhering to your lungs. The lining of your lungs is adhering to the resin. And then the resin just drips off. And then, you know, it, I don't know. However, the anatomy works. Maybe it goes into the stomach acid and the stomach acid kills it. I, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. I'm just theorizing. But I was very fortunate in that respect. And um, I only lost sense of smell and sense of taste for seven days when my one of my best buddies called me up. We were we were in the studio the day before actually recording. And um, he goes, dude, I just got the, the fucking results, man. I got covid. I was like, no, because we both started feeling shitty the next day, right? This is how fucked up this is because it had to be when we were hanging out somewhere, one of the one of the bars in my town, or it was that night at the studio. I'm like, but COVID can't attack you in one fucking night, you know, one day, or it was like the day after, whatever. But um, yeah, man, I had it. I started dosing real heavy with vitamin D3 and zinc. Immediately, like the D D three, like going overboard, like a lot of it, in the morning and at night. So, my my other friend Billy, he had fucking no sense to smell or taste for like six months, wow. or more more than six, over six months. He didn't have it, so I was fortunate that I had gotten it back in seven days because that's the worst part of it. My mother even said, my mother just had it for her second time. So don't think it's completely gone, people, because it's out there. But it's weak now, you know, it's like a cold. Yeah. yeah. So my mother got over it, you know, pretty easy for a 74-year-old woman, you know. It's been oxidized. Yeah, so, you know. But, yeah, it was very, I know a lot of people who lost people. and My mother. Yeah. Me, you know, my, my, uh, my ex-girlfriend lost her aunt, her uncle, and her cousin that she was very close to, you know. Uh, I mean, I know other people too, and it's terrible. I'm, I feel for everybody, you know, and we had to go through that, but, but supposedly it's over. So, well, I'm glad you mentioned the vitamin D cause I take 5,000 UIs of it every day. And I definitely think that's what helped me on the three uh, times yeah. I've caught it. So, yeah, man, absolutely. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, you know? Uh, Flavio girl. Hi, room. Hello, Flavio girl. Uh, yeah, I only had it once. And I just you had, had it like though? Bad, yeah. yeah, just once. And it was like a bad headache and, you know, felt like shit, but that was about it. Nothing major. Yeah, but that's you on a daily basis, Wayne. That's true. Sorry? I feel like shit. He said, <laughs> he said that I'm like that on a daily basis. <laughs> and that's true. It is pretty true. Yes. Uh, so um, you started with Seven Witches. So I started me, with morbid sin. Oh, you started more. I'm sorry, you started with morbid sin, which I've never heard of that band, so I, I didn't. I didn't. Really I know. sent you some stuff. You so. did. I, I tried listening to most of it, but you sent it to me like yesterday. Yeah, no, I know. I'm an idiot. Preparation. <laughs> see, that's see, that's that's what happens to me with my with my 
I'll forget, man. Yeah. Legitimately, I will forget things. And, um, you know, I never had a set of an alarm on my phone to tell me when to take my medication in the morning. But now I do because yeah. I'll forget, man. And it'll be like two hours late and I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel like now. But ever since I've had my child, my son, I forget everything because there's just too much things to remember. How old is your son? Six years. Nice. You're at the, he's at that age where daddy, this daddy, that, daddy, oh my, this, daddy, yeah, that. Just, why this, why that? that? Yeah. I can't afford to forget. Before. My That's wife awesome. forgets. And we have a four-year-old <laughs> daughter, so I have to work double time. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's 18, so I don't have to worry about that. Anymore. That's crazy. You have an 18-year-old daughter. You mentioned you graduated high school in 1980. You look our age. Like, yeah. you know. I got lucky with that, too. My my good genetics in my mother's side of the family. I mean, everybody looks younger than they than they are. And... Um, that's a good it must thing. Have been, it must have been all the Italian and Polish food I grew up with. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Night, pierogies the next night. That's oh, a man. Uh, especially on the holidays, man. You know, because mm. you had the Polish Easter. You know, and uh, you had the, the I, I say Italian, it just as a joke, because that's what my uncle says. My uncle's an idiot. And me and my mother always laugh at him because he thinks he's one of the fucking Sopranos. You know, and he tells me, he breaks my balls. He says, if I wasn't half Polish, I'd be a made guy. And he talks just like that. My uncle, he's, 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 he's one of a guy, boy. <laughs> tell you. But uh, yeah, that's something I miss, man. The closeness and of, of family getting together. You know, when you get older, they, everybody's kind of like, you know, they make, children and their children make children and everybody goes to one a group of people goes to this this house and the other group goes to this house because once my grandmother passed that was it she kept right. everybody together she kept the family to you know no 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 we're coming here you know mm -hmm. for the holidays and now it's just you know she was the glue man yeah which reminds me, I'm hosting Easter this year for uh, for the for the family. So uh, that means nice. ham, ham, pierogi and glumkies for everybody. Nice. What's that? The, the dumplings? Is that what that is? The, uh, the pierogies are the dumplings. The glumkies are like the stuffed cabbage with like beef and, and, and stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I, I'm Greek, but I married a girl who's uh, Polish, Irish, Greek, Cypriot. So, you know, we have a nice amalgamation of uh choices at the dinner table it's pretty cool yeah pierogies are off the hook dude i thought you said blumpkins never no it's not blumpkins oh my god <laughs> glumpkies okay Eat blumpkins over there <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> uh morbid sin how did that band start i never heard that band until you sent me all this stuff and, and as i started before i really never heard i've heard of attacker i knew who attacker was but I never I knew who you were. To, I, I, oh, we'll, get to, we'll get to that, but yeah. Morbid Sin started as a as a fucking answer to one of my buddies had a band called Metal Storm and they were winning battles in advance. And just to be competitive, just to be pricks because this is like, you know, 1983 uh, maybe around there. And uh, he was winning battles with bands. And I said, motherfucker, I said, I'll put a band together in a week. That'll be your band. 
in a battle of the bands, mm. you know, because I had already been singing as a freshman with older guys and that were musicians, juniors and, and, and so, uh, seniors, juniors mm. and seniors. And, uh, I got into that band just by fucking around. And I did a Rob Halford scream inside the, uh, the locker room because I like the acoustics to echo and I didn't even know if there was anybody really in there you know that maybe a couple guys you know from the from gym class and I was like fuck it I'm gonna do it and then this guy comes running around the fucking corner all excited hey hey man you did do you ever do you ever do that on a microphone and I'm like no <laughs> he goes bro he goes you he goes I got a band he goes you gotta come man you gotta come and fucking try and of course, by that time, I'm, I'm eating the metal up. I mean, I, I went when my first year of high school, 1981, it was breaking big at that time, man. Right, right. You know, new wave of British heavy metal. I mean, so Priest was one of my favorite bands, of course, Maiden. So that's all the stuff I kind of cut my teeth on was Paul Deano Maiden, you know, um, Priest. We were doing a lot of good shit, man. I mean, we would do some motorhead. We, you know, it was just totally as a fluke and I stuck with it. And then, so I had already had that experience with the band was called Harlot. I already had experience with those guys. So a little bit, you know, but singing before that in church helped. So that's what I did. I put a band together and we played the Woodbridge Battle of the Bands at the Cameo and we wound up beating them. We won. Oh, so yeah. and that guy wound up becoming a bass player for Morbid Sin at one point. At that, oh, really? that Sins of uh Sins of the Flesh album was Larry Montrosi on bass. Phenomenal bass player, man. Really yeah. fucking good, man. That metal storm band, did they have a guitarist named Rob Castoria? No, they the guitar players was who also <laughs> defected to Morbid Sin was Wade Tyler. So I, I kind of stole him right away mm -hmm. from Metal Storm. And uh, Eric Ionelli was the other guitar player. But um, they didn't record anything. They would just did covers at Battles of the Bands. Oh, okay. They were a, a Jersey band? Yeah. Okay. The one I'm thinking of is the one from Brooklyn with Rob Castoria. Okay. And apparently there's another Metal Storm in Germany as well. So. Oh, I'm sure there's a million probably of them. Probably a hundred of them. Yeah. Rob is now a... Uh, He's actually filling in on guitar with Agnostic Front right now. So shout out to Big Ooh. Rob. How you doing? Nice. Agnostic Front. I used to listen to those guys. And the crossover thing was happening. Five-year-old girl says I look like Murr from Impractical, Impractical Jokers. You look like fucking Joe Rogan, bro. I've heard that, too. I've heard Joe, like Rogan, Joe Rogan and um, uh, what's his name? Yurtle uh, the Turtle? No, just kidding. No, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> die Hard. Um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, thank you. Bruce Willis. Yeah, I got Bruce Willis once. Who told you that? I don't know. It was in the in the comments. You're lying, bro. What? All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Buddy. You forth. might be mental like Bruce Willis at this point, but you don't look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. Bruce Bruce Willis, man. Let me say he aged gracefully, man. He did. Mm. He don't look old. Well, now he looks old. He, he got early on that dementia, the poor guy, though. Yeah, I know. They're making, they're taking full advantage of that, too, by cranking out all of these low-budget shit movies and putting him mm. on the DVD cover. And he's in it for literally like 10 minutes. Yeah. And he's not even acting on set. 
they'll like film it somewhere else and edit it in. Yeah. Oh, green screened. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, we'll have a CGI Bruce Willis at some point, probably. You know what? He gave us an awesome death wish. So thank you, Bruce Willis. Shout out to Red Letter Media because I, I love watching Red Letter Media. They're the best. If you're into movies, like I'm a movie maniac. I mean, not horror is my number one, but I'm into if it's fucking good, it's good. Just like the music. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. You know, favorite horror movie. What's that? What's your favorite horror movie? Ooh, you got to make me pick one only yeah, one. The one you could just watch all the time. Oh, my God, dude. Phantasm, bro. The first one. Phantasm. I never, never Phantasm. got into that one. Oh, it's so fucking good. You guys got to go watch it tonight. Uh, I'm a either Dawn of the Dead or Zombie myself. Yeah, I great choices, too. Thank um, you. I saw Dawn of the Dead in the theater. And when that zombie takes that bite out of that lady's arm at first, mm -hmm. you know, when they go into the apartment building, Miguelito. Yes. Yeah, dude, the place went fucking wild because we never saw nothing like that. And don't forget, they were putting on on the commercials, you know, no one under 18 admitted and all that shit. No, you know, it was. Yeah, it's true. And and when we saw, because we we were, they didn't give a shit how old we were. I had a brine house right right downtown in Perth Danboy, the Royal Theater. And my mother used to go to the Royal before I started going to the Royal. And and they we do we were fourteen, and and we were getting in there to see movies like Dawn of the Dead. Well, uh, movie we used to go. <laughs> When the fucking titties would come on the screen, a place would go, you would you would have thought you wanted a fucking million dollars or something. Everybody starts, yeah! You know? That was a great thing about Grand House Theaters because you can see Dawn of the Dead or Cannibal Holocaust in, yeah, one, film, man. in one theater they, and then go to the next room, Deep Throat. It was awesome. Deep, it was great stuff. With us, the, the porn one was right around the corner. It was ah. the Majestic, the Majestic <laughs> Theater. And that's, that one was the one my mother saw, Rodan. In the theater, man. Rodan. Oh, she wow. She got to see Rodan in the theater. She saw Godzilla, the first Godzilla in the theater. Um, with Raymond Burr? Yeah, no. Yeah, when it came out here, it was oh. Raymond Burr. Yeah. Right. But the original Gojira, he's not in there. It's right. darker, darker, more somber. But it's a great, it's great. Both versions are great. But um, we had that right around, the, seriously, literally right around the fucking block. And across the street was the Majestic. And they started doing dirty movies over there. Uh, so the uh, Wayne knows I'm a big fan of the terror uh, uh, terrorizer films. Oh uh, hell yeah, Terrifier, Terrifier, Terrifier. I'm Terrifier. sorry, Terrifier is fucking sick, man. That's pretty. That's pretty much as gory as you can get, I think, man. Did you see the first one, All Hallows Eve? Yes, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the one that they introduced. You know, art. played by a different actor too. No, Is it really? No, 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 no. Yeah, David Howard so. Thornton. Yeah, no, David Howard Thornton really? only doing it for the first film. Oh wow, no shit, man. No, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I tried to get him on Rat Side Review, but he wouldn't return my messages. So, eh, whatever. We'll get, we'll get. Uh, yeah, they're all too big right now because he also played the Grinch in the only, uh, the mean one. So, eh, whatever. You're lost. Oh, the mean one, right? I want to go see. Well, it's already out of the theater. I didn't even fucking know. It didn't play anywhere by me. It was Blood and Honey. I was just going to ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the trust the me. Blue. I wanted to see that shit, dude. 
That was the best thing that Disney could have done was not renew the copyright on Winnie the Pooh because they forgot to. That was a, the best thing they could have done. They're making a sequel. They greenlit a sequel. Really? Because it did <laughs> it did so good. It, it was like made for something ridiculous, like five million, and it turned out a hundred million on you know for a five million dollar movie. That's like right here when I'm wearing the Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead. That's one of my favorites too. That's Love that one. The first one is the best. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody knew what to fucking expect. And that was at the same theater. I saw that. And I didn't know. We didn't know. All we remember was the fucking poster saying Stephen King, you know, says this is the most shocking film or best horror film. And I was, you know, I was like, ah, you know, sensationalism and advertising back then. You know. Oh, the 80s were great for sensationalism in horror films and heavy metal covers. They were the best. Yeah. You know, like you, you see a poster of the Toxic Avenger where they hide his face and you're oh. like, you know, oh, what are they going to do? What's it going to look like? Toxie from fucking New Jersey, baby. Hell yeah. First superhero they're from New Jersey. To, they're trying to get a reboot of that going. They finished making it, but they haven't they announced it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, apparently Peter Tinklage is the Toxic Avenger. Wow. My favorite one is, well, I have a lot of nostalgic feelings for the first one, but part four, laugh your ass off. If you watch the unrated version of top four, holy shit. They could never make a movie like that nowadays. No, no. Never, 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 never. It's sad, but true. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Wayne, we're deviating from the music. No, it's all right. I was going to say that to you. Well, because I've been watching a lot of old movies with my son. And I'm, and I'm seeing all these things. I'm like, there's no way to get rid of like we just watched uh, Adventures in Babysitting and there was things in there. I'm like, they couldn't oh do that my today. God. Was that Elizabeth Shue in that or something? Yeah. Yes. She was hot back then. Boy. Yeah. She Ooh. still looks good. Ooh, I haven't seen her in a long time. Man. I got to check her out. And then we watched the uh, we watched the toy, the Richard Pryor movie. The, the toy. I never saw yeah. the toy. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. But watching it now, it's like you can't they can't get away with this stuff. There was just so many hidden things in there. I'm just like. It just, I don't know. It today sucks. You can't, <laughs> you can't, in so can't many be. ways, yeah. on so many levels. Let me mention real quick. My pick for the hottie of, of the 80s that's still hot, Jennifer Jason Lee is fucking still sexy as fucking hell. Last thing I saw her in was the Twin Peaks uh, uh, return. She did an Amityville horror movie that was surprisingly decent. Hmm. And um, that was, hmm. I think, the last Amity horror movie that uh, Amityville horror movie to come out was with her. And she's the mother and she's fucking still looks great, man. We so, got a question. In Jennifer, the live- I'm single. <laughs> we got a question in the live chat. Is <laughs> it's the wrong same- place to do that. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all full- it's a sausage fest in here. Is this, a- <laughs> <laughs> is this the same guy from Seven Witches? Yes, it is. I remember yes. listening to Legend of Sleepy Hollow on repeat over 20 years ago. Crazy good song. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. I really, I really love those first two Seven Witches albums. I, and, and I'll tell the truth about stuff like this too. Any subsequent album that came out after that album did not measure up to those two albums. Those two albums mm-hmm. were special, man. You know, it's like when you get you catch lightning in a bottle, man. It's the it's the fucking lineup has a lot to do with it you know and you can find great singers out there and you could find not saying that i'm the best or nothing like that i'm very no no but um what i'm trying to say is the lineup sometimes means more 
And the chemistry means more than, oh, shit, I can get fucking this guy on vocals. You know what I mean? I could get this, even with guitar, I could get this guy on guitar. You know, the hardest things to replace, man, are, are guitarists and singers, man. Because you have, if you have if you have a distinctive sound, mm-hmm. if you do, but I love those albums. I, I'm proud of everything I've done, really, to tell you the truth. Um, the Overlord album, uh, I listened to that with Fresh Ears not long ago, and I was like, holy shit. You know, this album kicks ass, but, you know. What happened with the what happened with Seven Witches? Like, because they're not even around anymore, right? Let me let. Oh, I I I thought you meant with me with. Well, yeah, with you, but but I'm just saying because they. Oh, I'll I'll be perfectly transparent about all that. I was fucked up on drugs, man, and that's what really that blew it for me. And um, you know, I I tell the truth, you know, all the time about that. So hopefully I can help other people or, you know, let, let people know that it's, it's a bad path, man. You know, and I'm not just talking about smoking weed, you know, and, and I blew it, man. That second, that second album, that's, I was all fucked up when I went over to Germany, man. You know, I could remember being in Woodhouse studios and being in real bad shape. We just stopped over there to see, to see Ziggy. He's the one we recorded the first album with because we went to Germany twice to record for mm-hmm. Massacre Records. And yeah, man, that was a learning experience for me. Trust me. Um, uh, uh, our guitar player of Seven Witches, I'll also say this because it's true. We left each other on a nasty, you know, on a nasty note. And he was like, I'm going to tell fucking everybody you're a fucking drug addict and you're never going to record another fucking album in your fucking life ever again. Real, real prick, man. A real mm-hmm. prick like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. I don't care. I'm telling the truth. But we we managed to, to you know, talk after that. And I kind of made amends and, and I apologized to him because without Jack, I would have never made my first album right. for a real label because I was singing with uh, Morbid Sin at Club Benet and Jack was on with Jack for uh, Frostbite. And he approached me after, you know, after the show and he was like, dude, let's put a band together. He's like, holy shit. And we did and we got signed and we went over to fucking Germany twice, you know, but unfortunately I fucked it all up, so. Yeah, because I remember when you guys came out, first came out, I was on a, a message board, it was Heart of Metal message board and everybody was talking about Seven Witches and I was, I was, I was lucky. Well, I kind of did a smart thing by being honest and open about it, being transparent about it because his plan didn't work because he's like, you know, you're never going to fucking record another album and you're fucking rest for the rest of your life. And, and I, you know, so I went into a 12 step program, you know, the whole, the whole shebang. And um, yeah, it, it was good because when people asked me, I told the truth and he had no ammunition now. You see what I'm saying? I took, mm-hmm. I took that away from him. Yeah. By coming out and being open about what the fuck happened, not only, you know, was that good for maybe other people to hear, but you got to get honest about stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you don't, don't, don't fuck around with drugs. It's going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Nowadays, you don't even know what the fuck you're getting. No, no. You know, but that was what happened with that. And then I, um, I got approached by 
Mark Edwards and John Benucci at the uh, Power Mad Festival. I was playing there with this progressive band that I did one album with, um, the guys from Eternity X. It was called Exhibition. And it was very, very much like a dream theater meets Fates Warning kind of a vibe. They were big dream theater fans, and I was a big Fates Warning fan. Mm. You know, for me, Fates was, you know, there still are the fucking tops for me, you know, no matter, no matter if it's Arch or, or Alder, because they're two very different animals. Oh, too. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, um, you know, now it's, it's Arch Mateos, but John Arch is my favorite, probably a vocalist ever, like. I can hear a little bit of him in, in your singing. Too. Oh, get out of here. I oh, wish, yeah. man. No, I, I can hear Supernatural, bro. I know. He can do shit with his voice that I never heard anybody do still to this day. He's going to hit all these notes perfectly mm. and his range is spent and he sounds just as good now. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, man. That's why I said he's supernatural, man. And um, that winter ethereal album was just cemented everything because, you know, the first one that came out sympathetic resonance is like, you were like, Holy shit. You know, but could they do it again? And then they, they, you know, they did it again. It's like, I can't wait for the next one, you know, but uh, yeah, man, I don't even remember. What, what, what was the question? It was a seven witches. And then I went to overlord. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I did return to snow giant. First we did a demo called overlord 2000 and we got signed through that, the strength of that demo. And I heard you mention Sonic age. We got signed by Sonic age. And um, we put out Return of the Snow Giant and it blew up. But the fucked up thing was right when we fucking put that album out a little a little bit after Dave, Dave Wren inherited a home in Florida and moved to Florida. So we didn't have that fucking power for fucking drumming. He's like a fucking a mule on the fucking drums, that guy. Fantastic drummer. And uh, John wound up moving from, he was already, he was already a little far. He was in Pennsylvania and lack of wax in Pennsylvania. And but then John moved to North Carolina, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was like, now the band was like totally, you know, one, one guy in Florida, one guy in North Carolina, two guys in Jersey. And, and uh, we got these things called jam links. And I'll tell you what, it just did not happen. It didn't work out. We were getting latency issues left and right. You know, you're talking. That's an issue we're facing. <laughs> you know, the technology today, you probably could do it. You do it. You do. You can do it. I've, uh, I mean, COVID, how many, you know, live jams were there? But, you yeah. know, everybody in their, in their garage or wherever they were, bedroom. And it sounded great. Yeah. Technology is your friend. Like, remember? Texas Chainsaw Part Three, Leatherface, when he gives him the see this the seeing spell, and oh and, yeah yeah yeah, and it's show, it's showing like a clown, and he's because it's a person he keeps typing in food, mm. F O O D, and he <laughs> fucking takes it and he's fucking gonna throw it, and his the crazy brother he's the one brother, grabs his hand he says no no Bubba you know or whatever. His name wasn't Bubba in that one, I don't think. I'm not sure. It was Bubba in uh, number two, yeah, I think. Yeah, the second one. And, 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 and he says, technology is your friend. It's just a funny fucking moment in that movie. Did you watch the last uh, um, uh, Texas Chainsaw movie? Ugh. Oh, my God. The worst. 
The worst. They it started getting bad. bad after the remakes. Remember the yeah, remakes yeah, yeah. were great. They, they should have never had uh, Arlie Ermy in those remakes. Like, he, just, I was just like, well, what does he add to it? He's not going to go Full Metal Jacket. Arlie Ermy was great. Get out of here. I, I couldn't the stand beginning? those remakes. Did you see the beginning, the prequel? Unfortunately. Yeah, With I think Arlie Ermy? Oh, I was great, man. I see. I love. I love a lot of bad stuff. I mean, I love the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought part two was hilarious. Yeah. Three was good, and then I think they lost me after Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, the, the fucking next generation, mama me. The, the one that was like in theater for like terrible. a week. Yeah, he had like the guys from the Secret Society at the end. He was like the Illuminati guy. He had the scarring on his fucking. He was in a three piece suit, and he opens up his his shirt, and he's got all these like tribal scars and big rings through his fucking skin. He's like, like what the fuck is this? It was so weird. Yeah, they lost it was me like with that one. They were they were the ones getting the family to murder for just. To hey, cause chaos. Hey, hey. It was just so fucked up, man. Get out of here with that shit. The Leatherface uh, one from like 2017, where it's like mm-hmm. a road trip, teenagers and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Shit. Swill. Garbage. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah, it's, he, I think I, they've ruined him like the most. You know, really, I don't know, like all the horror movies where they've kept redoing them and remaking them. Well, the Hills they, have they eyes. Doing, um, the, the they did ruin Freddy Krueger, though. I remember that one too. That was bad. The, the, the first Hills have eyes remake. The second one was a little silly, but the first one's fantastic. Yeah, I never saw those. My wife watched oh, them. You got to check that shit out, dude. You were also in the Maiden tribute for a while, correct? I was, and I am again, and into a different one of my own. That was with Sanctuary and. Uh, the guitar player heard me sing with Overlord. And he's like, Oh my God, dude, you just, you remind me of Bruce a lot. You know, we want to do this. And I was like, fuck it. Uh, Maiden's my favorite band. Let's go. Let's go. You know, did that for four, like four years with them, a solid four years, even got to go to the Dominican Republic with them. And that was wild. Sold out the hard rock cafe, dude. That was unfucking real. Wow. And Punta Cana, it was insane, man. There was people hanging out in the park a lot to listen. There was mm. so many people at fucking, they all knew the words, man. It was crazy, man. It was a great, really great experience because the promoter really took care of us, man. Is that one of the favorite shows you played? Yeah, that's up there because uh, that's the first and only time I've been to the Dominican Republic. And it was, I'll tell you where, Punta Cana is a fucking hell of a place to take a vacation, man. Yeah. You know, the only thing is the sharks. Fuck it. Because <laughs> his jaws, no, because the fucking lifeguard, one of the guys in the band thought he was a fucking real clown. He told me, he says, he's just scared of jaws, the movie jaws. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the scariest movies ever with the exorcist, up, right up there with that. Not as scary as the exorcist, but. Well, the draws is pretty believable, you know. You got yeah. the shark. Well, that can happen yeah, any time you're in the water. I mean, the that's a legitimate is monster. When you're in right. the water with a 25 foot shark, that's yeah. a legitimate monster right there, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, mouthful of razor sharp teeth, eat your eye. Forget it. That's what a way to go. Right. Think about that. What a way to go. I mean, yeah. forget it, man. Anyway, imagine the realization when you finally realize what's happening to you that you're getting eaten alive by a fucking shark. 
you know, I'd rather not. Yeah, watching that movie made me scared going in a pool. You know, I was exactly. I was going to say I was waiting for a fin in the fucking bathtub. Right. (laughs) I think you should should have been more legitimately afraid of like what they showed in Caddyshack with the possible duty in the pool more than a shark (laughs) in a pool. The baby Ruth. Oh, yes, I remember that one too. That's a great moment. That's hilarious shit, man. Literally, no pun intended. Uh, getting back onto the movie thing now. What started Attacker? Man, Attacker. Atta- Attacker. Well, I used to listen to Attacker. I mean, the first the first time I ever heard Attacker was Call on the Attacker on Metal Massacre Four. Hmm. I think it was. It was. It was 1984. So whichever one was out in 1984, because my buddies, my buddy Jerry's older brothers, used to buy they turned us on to so much metal and it was, it was the radio, like the behind you, it was like uh, that many albums almost, you know? Mm. And, um, I remember just being, being excited, you know, to hear the whole album. And then when we heard the whole album, battle at home, Steve, that's a great album, you know, pound for pound. I mean, yeah, I I'd say it's one of their best, but uh, second coming was, the one that really got me because it was a different singer. It was John Leone, it was a different style of singing. And it was very, very much the thrash era. And there was a lot of what you would consider to be speed metal now on that, on that album, the second coming, it doesn't stop for a fucking minute. You know, it's just fucking pummels you. And I think it's only about a half an hour long too. So mm-hmm. that, that was like, wow, holy shit. But then they disappeared after that, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, uh, but they were always way up there for me in the underground thing, you know? Hmm. And, and I remember seeing them with Fate's Warning when I was a fucking kid. Yeah, I used to go, oh, wow. I used to go to fucking Lemoore every weekend. We'd go every weekend. We saw some amazing shows. And, um, I remember seeing them fucking play with Fate's Warning. It was either uh, Billy O's they played too. And I wanted to stay. The guys wanted to leave. I'm like, fuck you. I'm staying for Attacker because mm-hmm. Morbid Sin opened up for them. Oh, and, yeah. I, and I got my my one band member to stay with me. He's like, yeah, boy, fuck me. They kick ass. And that was with Leone singing, too. So I got to see him before his untimely passing, you know. But, um, yeah, and then later it was Overlord, actually, because Mark was friends with Mark was friends with um, Michael Sabatini, who is now like the sole remaining original member in the band. Um they were going to call quits because they couldn't find the guy that could cover the Leone and the Bob Mitchell stuff. And I just mentioned to, to Mark, I was like, damn dude. I said, I love that band. I said, I wish I could get a fucking crack at it. And he goes, you want me to say something to Mike that, that you, that you want to try out? I said, fuck it. If you if you're cool with it, cause he was, you know, he was the guitar player for Overlord. Right. And, um, he mentioned it and I got a tryout and they asked me to join that afternoon. Oh, wow. And I was, and I was even, I wasn't even that fucking good at the time. I, I had, I had been like, just like not rehearsing a lot. You know, you get, you get real good when you rehearse with a band every week. Oh yeah. You get all yeah. the guys together in a room. You know, I, I don't care how good a professional you are. And yeah, you could learn your homework and show up at a gig and you can play the fucking song. That's fine, but there's something special about that that unity 
Like right. I said before, that chemistry. Yeah. You know? And John, the second guitar uh, who replaced Pat, he was in Morbid Sin in oh, right. 2005. So very tight-knit group of guys. We love each other, man. They're like brothers, man. They really are. Like my four fucking brothers, man. Hmm. So, but I got, I got, believe me, I was like, oh my God, holy shit, I'm getting rock star <laughs> vibes. You know, the movie with fucking, uh, Goldberg. I wish it was Priest, but yeah, I'm sorry, Attacker, but you know. <laughs> That's cool that you mentioned Lamar, though. Uh, I would have assumed maybe like Birch Hill would have probably been more of a, uh, club that you would have frequented more than Lamar. I played, I played at the Birch Hill a few more than a, more than a few times coming up, um, Club Benet, Birch Hill, and fucking Studio One, and you had Fast Lane in uh, down down to uh, I wanted to say fucking Kingsburg, but it's Seaside, Seaside Heights. Those were like the four places that you wanted to play, and he had the Pig Pen. The Pig Pen was like right up the street. I remember seeing TT Quick at the fucking Pig Pen before they were big and all, you know? Mm. Well, they never got big, but you know what I'm saying. Mark did. Area, they <laughs> yeah, were, yeah, right. yeah, they were supposed to get big, but it didn't happen. You know, it's a shame because they were fucking great, man. Mark Tornillo lucked out, man, you know? Yeah. God bless him, and he sounds great. See, it sounds like, to me, when I listen to New Accept, it sounds more like T.T. Quick to me than Accept. Mm. but i like it you know what i mean yeah, it's just you know what i'm saying it's right. the voice has a lot to do with it probably of all the bands that have reunited uh that were on a major scale like your accepts or your judas priests or whatever um i'd have to say accept is probably the most consistent and consistently good what did you, you think know? of the eat the heat album though with david reese i love david reese's voice man i mean you the know, songs the songs were Full Song disclosure, Ruby. I haven't heard He's it. He's a good singer. Yeah, they I, no, if there was some syrupy shit on there, yeah. you know, that I, I couldn't deal with the heavy songs were good. I'd have to hear it. Yeah, check I, it out. I, well, we, we did watch to. one song. We did we made a we did a um a commentary thing over that. Remember? Oh, with Beavis and Butthead? No, no, no. We we did one on our show. Oh, you guys did. Yeah. Was it was it one generation of clash? I think it was. That's a cool tune. Yeah, I like yeah. that tune. Beavis and Butthead did that one. Oh, did they? Yeah. I know, right? oh. Yeah, I don't remember. Ours wasn't as funny, I'm sure, but oh, <laughs> I, just, I just remember you completely ripping apart breaking the chains from Dokken, and then uh, oh, yeah. Eric Adams told us about that um bot typo negative song that we did last, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm 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 weird, man. Like I love Dokken. I love Doc all day long. I love. Doc. I do too. I love Tooth and Nail. That's my favorite album. Rat, Rat, the Scorpions. You know, Michael Schenker group, uh, early White Snake. I, I mean, you know, I like a lot of that shit. Badlands. I mean, come on. You know that. I mean, some of that stuff. There's some guys I know that would never be caught dead. You know, I laugh and stuff. You know, I don't give a fuck. If it's good, it's good. If I like it, I like it. Right. Oh, Ray Gillen's a fellow Jersey guy too. Yeah, so. yes, he was North Jersey, and uh, said, uh, there's another person we lost way too soon because imagine what he he would be doing right now. It's like Randy. Imagine if Randy never died. Mm. Randy, I, I think about that every day. I no. and I love Eddie. I love Eddie to death. But yeah, I sometimes wonder if Randy 
had still been alive, would we be talking about Randy and not Eddie or Ingve? Or, you know, like, who knows? Yeah, what happened with David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen was a shame. But you know what? When when I heard 1984, I bought that album. I was like, this fucking sucks, bro. There was only like a few good songs on it, man. I was like, there's like three good songs on this fucking album. You, you know? like the Hagar stuff more, right? What's that? You like the Hagar? Oh yeah, more. right. Hello, <laughs> Van Hagar. No, Wayne. I like Sammy. Listen, <laughs> Sammy's listen. He's got a great. He's got a great voice. Guy can sing. Mm. He's, a, he's a great songwriter. The first Montrose album is fucking great, and even the heavy metal soundtrack. Remember, he did. He did the song oh, yeah, metal. Right. Yeah. And that song is kick ass to this fucking day. It's kick ass. Mm-hmm. You know, and I actually rediscovered one Hagar album I do like the Hagar Sean Aronson Shreve record through the fire. What that actually Neil you know, Sean and who? Uh, it was uh, it was Sammy Hagar, huh? Neil Sean, Kenny Aronson. It was like a big um Super you know, group. studio bassist and Michael Shreve, the original uh, drummer of Santana. And mm-hmm. they put out a really good record. This was after Frontiers came out. Sounds like an impressive lineup. Uh, it was I, it was pretty good. I, you know, I saw. OK, so it's two albums with Hagar. I like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but no Van Hagar. I don't like that. No. Maybe like two songs like Pound Cake and uh, one other one that I can't even fucking remember. I like humans being, but Wayne tears me apart for liking that one. Oh, I said I like that song. Oh, you do like that I one? I love that song, yeah. Oh, then someone, to... it was in, ah, I forget. It's probably that. Ralph or something. But the... No, I no but actually, that that's the one Hagar song Ralph likes, too. Really? I think the Coca-Cola commercial really fucking spoiled it. From oh, the Crystal Pepsi, Pepsi. Or whatever. <laughs> the right now, fucking, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. You know. I mean, it's a good song. If it was by a different name band, um, I like it. Mm. That ain't fucking bad, Alan. Mm. Uh, John Staley in the chat. Uh, I guess it's going back to the uh, horror movies we were talking about. Twenty eight days of twenty eight oh, days of night. Days later. No, twenty days. No, twenty days of night. Oh, thirty days of night, bro. Twenty eight days of night. I don't know. It's, thir- it's thirty eight. It's thirty days of night, and um, that's probably the best vampire movie since Salem's Lot, since the original Salem's Lot. You know, and that's saying a lot because the first Salem's Lot scared the shit out of me too, man, when I was a kid. But um, the, I'll tell you what, the one with Rob Lowe, they remade it in 2004. And uh, it was decent, man. You had fucking Rutger Hauer as Barlow. Come on, how bad could it be? It. Donald, Don, uh, Donald Sutherland as fucking Straker. Come on, man. The casting was fucking on point. And Rob Lowe, was, he's a great he's a great actor man you can't go wrong no, Check no, it he's, out, he's good yeah. yeah man 2004 came out salem's law it was like made for made for cable like miniseries type deal mm. but you can get it now on you know on one dvd you know oh, yeah, yeah i've heard of it i just never got to watch it twilight ruined vampires for me oh the sparkling vampires yeah uh, <laughs> i saw every that. single movie of those so can't say nothing Hey, but he was Not good as choice, Batman, though. dude. He was good. He as was Batman. a good I Batman. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, you'll like it if you like Batman. It's really I love Batman. Good, man. My favorite. Uh, I got a lot of Batman. Uh, Wayne's got like Batman. a bunch of the Batman '66 figures. So. Yeah, I got the giant Nika one. I don't know if you can see them. Well, I, I got the 
There you can see the car. Yeah. And then over here, I got all the figures. Wow. I think wait, is this your first expose into your man cave? Wow, Wayne. Kind of. I'm a, I'm an old comic book guy too, man. In the oh, yeah? 90s, I was I was collecting comics. Yeah, and I love all you know most oh, of the comic movies. I don't comics, like my comics are back there, but there's nothing like really. Uh, face sports sports sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, don't have like Phase uh, Four of Marvel. Come on, Wait, what? You like Phase Four of Marvel? What is what is Phase Four of Marvel? The, 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 the Marvel uh, movies, the oh, Marvel okay. films that came out after Avengers yeah. Endgame. Yeah, I'm. 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 I I'm haven't a, really kept up with those movies. I'm a big geek, dude. I, I love all that shit, man. But. I'm waiting. You know what it is? I'm waiting for my son to be interested in watching it. Then I'll watch it. Mm. You know, I but got he's... interested in the movies through Superman with Christopher Reeve. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, I saw it at the theater, and that was like holy shit. You know, it was like he was really flying when you're a kid. You know, yeah. I want to get my daughter into Star Wars before I get her into the Marvel films. So, but that's I how I started to... out as a geek. I tried uh... watching Star Wars and and. Um... Uh, oh crap! Crap! What am I? Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Chewbacca comes walking, comes busting through. <laughs> the, he comes busting through the door in one of the scenes, and my son got so scared that was it. He couldn't watch it no more. Oh man! <laughs> Just tell him it's a seven foot dog. He'll be fine. I know. We'll we'll yes. try it again. Star Wars uh, changed my life, man. I know a lot of people laugh when they hear that. And a lot of people have said it. I just watched another interview the other day, and somebody said that, and I was really? like, man, I said, me too, dude. I was ten years old when I saw that shit. Yeah. and it was mind-blowing you never saw nothing like that before no yeah. definitely not uh flavio go eruption best killer solo from eddie and who was the best lead singer of van halen why are you even asking gary sharon <laughs> come on you know they were supposed to get a, a, a girl patty Smythe from yeah. the handle yeah yeah imagine what that would have sounded like that would have been interesting wow I, I, I can't picture her singing um, Mean Street. I couldn't. No way. Nah. And that's my favorite Van Halen album, Fair Warning. So. Fair Warning? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite album of all time. It's tough for me, man. It's between the first and uh, Women and Children first. It's between those two for me. See, I love the first six, but I realize that there's some people who don't care for the uh, Diver Down or 1984, and I respect that. But, you know, you got it. That was good, man. I thought it was good. It was mostly a covers album. Uh, not if you yeah. ask Eddie Trunk. That's what he'll say. That's what he, he'll he'll downplay uh, Diver Down and uh, 1984. He says because uh, Diver Down is it. the covers album and 84 is a keyboard album. I'm like, dude, there's only three songs with keyboards on it. I, I'll agree with him on a lot of stuff. I mean, I love the first Angel album is unfucking real. And shout out to my buddy Danny Farrow Aniello is playing guitar with Angel now with punky meadows and frank Domino, so and that was a huge band that he loved i mean i used to work with him he used to be my supervisor at the telemarketing office and we used to fucking have a blast laugh all fucking shift long but but yeah man i couldn't believe it when i saw one of his friends at uh, it was uh the bulldozer bash i was playing with z-force and he said no oh, you see did you hear about Danny? You know, Danny is an angel. I said, "What? What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, man." And I and then I I I fucking checked it out. I was like, "Holy shit! Check it out, man! It was mind blowing, man." You know, I used to have that first angel on eight track, eight fucking track, man. 
I got the first ace on eight track too over here. Oh, the uh, 78? The, yeah, the, the solo album. Ace Very cool. Album. But yeah, they're man. starting to make that stuff again too. Dude, <laughs> they all that shit. It's for the hipsters, man. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, you know who was the first band to re- uh, bring A track back? It was Cheap Trick back in 2009. They're selling cassettes like crazy now, I heard. How about yeah. that? My buddy goes up to this place in, in uh, Keyport. And he says, dude, sells a cassette for $20, man, flat. Yeah, I have some. There you go. I have a few <laughs> left. Well, you find them at flea markets, right? I, I get them at flea markets, yard sales or whatever. Sometimes online or whatever, too. But Yeah, I actually have I, I used to have hundreds stuff. of them. And then I sold them off on eBay. And then lately, because I, I started buying records, and then I'm like, I kind of missed my cassettes. So I'm trying to get them back little by little. But... VHS, VHS tapes? Are going over again, big. Really? Well, I'm not collecting those again. People are buying them on fucking eBay. I have a bunch. I'm on a bunch, but what I have left, I mean, you know, sometimes I think, hmm, I should put this up on eBay, see what I could fetch for it. I got Mm. the Manson family, um, the one where they were all filmed at the Spawn Ranch and everything. They filmed it right as as soon as Charlie got arrested, and they wanted to to put a positive spin on the on the family and show that you know they're not crazy bloodthirsty killers and until the part when you got squeaky from fucking and i'm doing that you know when you have to kill you kill you know all of that shit you know i was like (laughs) we even use that in a morbid sin song so Mm. and that was fucked up but I have that still. Yeah. I might be able to get some money for that. I don't know. You might be. I don't know. Actually, my wife, her parents brought all these old VHS tapes that she had in her bedroom. Because, you know, she don't live there no more. She's they're cleaning out the room. So I'm going through them. And, and it was like one horror movie. And she didn't even open it. It was still in the package or whatever. Oh, shit. And it was it's worth like a couple hundred bucks. She don't want to sell it, though. I'm like, come on. What movie? I don't remember. I'd have to go look at it again. But yeah, you'd some, be surprised. You know, you'd be surprised at what that stuff fetches, man. I have a couple of Godzilla movies when they first came out on onto DVD and uh, Toho. They were like official Toho releases and a couple of them are like 150 worth 150 bucks now. You know, it's like, whoa, holy shit. You got to That's crazy what some original pressings are going for on uh, eBay and Discogs. So mm-hmm. that's pretty nuts. But, no. uh, I'm. I'm happy to say our co-host Greg is actually sending me two records. So I'll have two records in my collection very oh, good, soon. Good luck on that one. Well, what do you got? What do you get? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Greg. Well, He's never going to send it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I paid it for him. So. Oh, good luck. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I'm a huge fan of the uh, 80s uh, band from Ireland, Mama's Boys. I remember Mama's Boys. They had so, the Iron Maiden lettering. Yes, local. yes, on their independent releases. Oh. So he's sending me their um, first two releases for Jive, uh, their original pressings. Nice. Because you can't find... Apparently, <clears throat> and I've explained this um, story to, uh, to Wayne that uh, their original label, because it went defunct, they own the masters to it. So, you know, for all they know, those masters have disappeared. So they can't re-release them. But he actually had like duplicates of two original pressings. He's like, "You want them? Yeah, okay." So, wow, that's but now you telling me that I might not get them, Wayne. Thanks I'm for kidding. nothing. I'm only kidding. He'll give them to you. 
I might hope. not be this year, but you'll get him. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucky it wasn't me who's supposed to send him to you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. You get him like yeah. <laughs> wait, I had to wait till the day before for music from me. It's like, oh, he's can't be he worse. Send me no music. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I'm like, all right, right away. You can't be worse than Vinnie Vincent. 30 years, his fans are still waiting for the box set. I'm a big Vinny fan, bro. I'm a Vinny Tread lightly. Oh. I are actually our other co well, you met him on the other on the King Diamond show. Greg he has a kidding, Greg has a bad story with Vinny Vincent. He's nuts. Greg used to be Greg used to be on his uh, message board no shit. Vincent message board and I guess he was talking to Vinny or whatever and Greg had a guitar and he was going to send it to Vinny and get it autographed nice Greg never got the guitar back that sucks dude that sucks I mean I gotta tell you that's my favorite era of Kiss man Creatures and lick it up. Creatures in the night and lick it up, man. I thought they were. Creatures is awesome, but lick it up, I think. I think that's. Lick it up was like. You gotta look past. Not even close. Not even close. Gotta look past the title track. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like Creatures Part Two. It's a fucking heavy album, man. No, I'll admit, Vinnie Vincent's a hell of a songwriter, but as a human being, he sucks. I mean, you know. Oh no, shit. Because of the, the stuff he did with the dogs and everything, too, man. He killed dogs, supposedly buried them in his yard and shit. No, they died and he buried them in Tupperware. In Tupperware, yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, he's making soup. Jeez. Oh! <laughs> oh, by the Irish Metal Maniac, Pat McManus, the guitarist from Mama's Boy, still playing. Yes, I know. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Really nice guy. So, but yeah, man. Vinny, Vinny's a weird guy. But hey, look at. I heard five songs on Animal Eyes were ghost written by Vinny. They were stuff they had already started working on a rope before, you know, the whole quitting, firing debacle. And um, three songs, three songs on on, on Unholy, Art of Chrome, and the uh, ballad he, he wrote. Three songs on Revenge. So No, it was I Just Wanna. Oh, that was the third one? That was the third one. Okay, okay. And and, and that album, I mean, come on, that's one of everybody's favorite Kiss albums. Yeah, I do love the Revenge album. Yeah, yeah it's a heavy album, so. We did a cover, of, uh, we did a cover of Unholy. Did you ever hear it? Unholy's great, man. Did you hear our cover? Hmm? Wayne and I covered it. We covered yeah? it. Did you hear our cover? Yeah. yeah, you didn't hear it? Oh, I got to hear it. Man. I'll send it to you later. I want to hear that shit. Ralph, uh, Ralph sang the vocals on that song. How'd you get that in that that guitar thing? That now now that thing in the bit, beginning. I just layered it. I just layered a, a bunch of it. I threw some delay on there, and uh, you know, our singer in Severed Angel, Alex, was the guy who mixed it into the guitar solo on it. Uh-huh. So you know, I just gave him the tracks, told him what he had to do, and he listened to the original, and that gave him an idea. So you know. When we, we did it, it sounded perfect. Cool. So. Yeah, it yes. came really cool. It's one of my favorite covers that we've done so far. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. Nice. And we would love to have you on one of the covers at some point, Bobby. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm ready. Right, we'll, we'll pick something. What's like one of your bands that you'd like to cover? Like one of your favorite bands? Just so many, man. Because you know. uh, I'm in denim and leather. Let me give a little shout out to denim and leather. And um we do a lot of good shit, man. We do, we do, we do stuff like "See You in Hell," you yeah. know, "Queen of the Reich." We do uh, "Remember Tomorrow" by Maiden. 
um, Michael Schenker group, you know, all kinds of stuff, man. It's, it's pretty awesome, man. Saxon, you know, we do stuff that's, you don't really usually hear yeah, a cover yeah, band yeah. do, you know, because right. Jeff, Jeff and I have very similar tastes in music. So, how, how is the, um, uh, club scene in Jersey at this oh, point? Oh shit. It's shit. There's, there's, there's like, I mean, you clubs. have dingbats, you have Starland Ballroom. Dingbats, and that's it. Those two. Well, there's in New Jersey. That's it. New York's got some places to play still, you know. But not as much as it used to. No, no, no. Nothing's the same anymore, man. No. And we're still we're 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 still reeling from it. I mean, and then everybody had to go out all at the same fucking time, you know, book tours and and not think about oversaturation and how many fucking bands had to fucking stop their tour. Because you can't go, you can't be in fucking three places at once, guys. You know, that means one or two other bands are going to suffer. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you should get together and communicate with these type of things. Just like the movie, the movie production studios do, you know, and like Sony will say to fucking, you know, Alliancegate, they'll say, oh, dude, don't put that out this, this month. No, you can't because we got this coming out and, and they work with each other kind of, you know, I mean. That's how the band should have did it. They should have thought about that shit. I know everybody was excited to go play. I was too. Yeah, know? there was a, a a week of badly. Um, what's the one I'm thinking of? There was a week in September. You had Rammstein on on a Tuesday at Giant Stadium. Uh-huh. You had the Scorpions at UBS Arena in Elmont the next day, and then that Saturday was the Ghost Show that Wayne and I went to. I was so shocked to see that Giant Stadium was not packed. It was not. It was packed, but it was not sold out for Rammstein. And I was really shocked that Ghost, who's probably, I mean, they're probably one of the more popular hard rock bands. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in the mainstream today. I mean, Wayne, what would you say? 60% capacity yeah, there? Yeah, it wasn't even full at all. Really? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. the Scorpions barely had 5,000 people at UBS Arena, uh, from what I heard. So That's what happened, man. Yeah. Plus, not only is it that bands are booked on the same day, it's fucking financially, man. It's so fucking much money to go to shows now. Dude. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of the band The Killers. All right. I don't know if anybody likes The Killers. but no, I, I like want, them. I want to go. Uh, they're playing at Mohegan Sun. You're not familiar with them? No. You, you, you the know who they are. You know who they are. Okay. You just don't remember. Mr. Brightside because, yeah. and Somebody Told Me and all those songs. I'd you, have to hear if it. you heard them on the radio, you'll know. Yeah, I'd have to hear it. They're Regardless. an alternative rock band, but I mean, they're really yeah. good. I, I like them. I like, I, dude, that's another thing with me. I like everything. Dude, yeah. Jane's Addiction is one of my favorite fucking bands. Dude. Great band. But, uh, Alice but they're playing, Jane's, they're playing that um, they're, they're playing, playing that Mohegan, Mohegan Sun. Sun. And the tickets were like $170. For Jane's? No, yeah, for, for, the, for, the killers. for the killers. We're talking nosebleeds. Oh, okay. okay. But, yeah, nosebleeds. That's insane. Was so that you know that's that's me getting a, a ferry ride, a, a ticket, you know, to get on the ferry to get there. Then I got you know my wife's going, so then I got to pay for her too. Then you know I got to pay for her ticket, and then just going to Mohegan Sun, I'm gonna want to gamble. So it's you, you know, know it. You know you're not going there and not gambling. Right. Exactly. And that's gonna Stick be almost, penny slots. Yeah, it's like you know six seven hundred dollars just to go see a concert. I'm like, no, I'll just forget it. And then my wife, I don't know if anybody knows the the uh, Ryan Adams, not Brian Adams, Ryan Adams. Uh, she's that's one of her favorite uh, artists or whatever. So he's Is coming. He related? No, not related. No, no. but he's coming uh, to Patchogue Theater. 
And I looked up the tickets thinking, all right, she likes them, so I'll get tickets or whatever. And tickets for that. And it's not a big theater. It holds maybe a couple hundred or whatever. And it's like $160 just to go see him. That's insane. Like, who, yeah, why? For what? You got to pay $40 for a fucking T-shirt. And that, that's the other thing. You know? Now the, the the places are, are taking all this this money out of the band's t-shirt oh, yeah. sales and stuff. And one touring band just said that it doesn't make sense for them to charge fans for merchandise at shows. So they said, if you want to buy merch, just go on the website and buy yeah, it. We're not well, bringing them to the venues. Get more money. So. They get more money that way, man. Yeah. Like I yeah. buy all my t-shirts online, dude. You know, yeah, that's like I just went to go see the Merciful Fate show in November, and and Lou asked me to buy him a shirt. I didn't 40 want bucks. to. Forty dollars. <laughs> I'm like, you can just it, get this on the worth, website. It was worth it to me because it was an authentic Merciful Fate shirt, but because I couldn't be there, so. I, I I couldn't be there either because I had uh, I had a ticket that my guitar player Mike Benatatis was nice enough to uh, to to get me, and and he was like, uh, you know, you can't go. I said, listen, I said, I said, if anything, I want I would give the ticket to my buddy Ron. My partner Ron, shout out to to Ron Sasala, but um, I said he would be so happy, and that would make me happy. Give him the fucking ticket because it was his birthday too, so he got to go. And they brought me back a T-shirt. They brought me back the uh, the EP with the the nun on a cross and shit. Mm. So I mean, yeah, it sucked that I couldn't go, man. But I just I couldn't go. Missed a good show, though. It was a good show. Uh, Flavio Girl, Ramstein Rules. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Some of it's great, man. (laughs) She saw them in 2012 in Florida, and it was packed. And, uh, yeah. So, good. Glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, What, Lou? You look like you got something on your mind. Are you going to the Halloween show in May? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I'm done. I saw them about 10 times. Is that like another Pumpkins United thing? Because I heard they were coming back around too. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. And you know, they're they're Wayne's favorite band. And you know, we were trying to get our record release show for May, but uh we still have a lot of stuff to fine-tune because uh you know it's just we don't want to go on stage looking like schlubs, you know. So uh-huh. yeah, and if you see Lou from the waist down, it's not good. Um <laughs> I love that. Old <laughs> I haven't heard any complaints from my wife, Wayne. <laughs> I have. Your wife hasn't complained either. <laughs> what were you saying, Bobby? Oh, I was just mentioning that I really like the Kai Hansen stuff a lot, man. You know. Are you a fan of Halloween? Like the, just the early stuff? or I... Hmm. I think that pretty much all the lineups were, you know, were great. Michael Kiske sounded a little bit too much like Tate when he came out yeah. for me because I was very critical of that. You know, I was like, oh man, this guy's just like trying to sound like, trying to sound like Tate, man. Right, right. You know, I thought it was a, a fucking Queensrÿche song. You yeah. know, I think it was I'm Alive or something, and I was like, whoa, shit, Queensrÿche got heavy. You know. But um, that's a great album. I mean, Keeper to Seven Keys is fucking incredible. Master of the Rings is pretty decent, too, with fucking... Uh, Love that one. 
Yeah. Who's that? Not Ralph Sheepers. Um, no, that was uh, Andy Darius. Yeah, Andy yeah. Andy Darius is my favorite of all the Halloween singers. I have you know. And I, I get into arguments arguments with people about that all the time because everybody's kiski, kiski. I'm like, listen, I said, I said, Andy Darius has more ca- more personality, more character in his voice. Right. And he can do those highs and he's got the gravel. He's got the dirty, man. Yeah, and I'm yeah. really a big fan of the dirty. I'm, I mean, the German, the German, there's a, there's a German sound. There really is, mm-hmm. you know, and even with vocalists, you know, it's like that fucking, ah, that bite, you know, that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. nasty fucking snarl. I mean, I got used to that with Udo, you know, but I, I really dig that. Even Dio used to do it. I mean, Doro even has that too. And I love her the way she sings. Yes. I just posted a picture today. My favorite female singer, Leather Leone, fucking unreal. She's, she still sounds like she used to sound just for an album out to fucking great vocalist, man. Uh, Doro's hot though. I'm a Doro looks pretty good for her age still too. Doro. <laughs> you never know. She might be watching the show. Dream big. Go big. Yeah, uh, Flavio girl, ground level to see Ramstein cost about a hundred dollars a pop, and you're standing and you're just standing watching the whole show. So that's not too bad. You forgot to mention praying your eyebrows don't get singed off. You forgot yeah. to mention that too. Yeah, yeah, no shit, man. Those flames are scary. Mm-hmm. In the front row, you could feel the heat. My my one buddy told me that he's like. Dude, you should feel the fucking heat coming off the stage. I was like, dude, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be seeing them anytime soon. Well, Bobby, thank you very much for coming on the show. I had it was a, a pleasure, fun. sir. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I, I really appreciate the opportunity, man. You know, it was always fun, you know, talking to guys who know their shit. And I apologize for uh, well, we pretend that we digressing don't. here and there. That's all right. I, this was a fun conversation. So, you know, it was just, it was cool to just shoot the shit with you, man. Thank you for being on. We can pick, we can pick it up another time if you guys want. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. You can come on the show whenever ever you want. And hey. hopefully we get to come on your show at some point too. Make a nuisance of myself. Yeah. That's all right. That's, that's what this show's about. We yeah, are a public nuisance number one. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of John Five real quick and Motley Crue? I hate Motley Crue, so I don't care. First two I, are the only good ones. First two albums. Yes, I agree with you, but I'm a huge John Five fan. Me too. I, think, I, I think love Rob Zombie. The, I, yeah, I think he's too. one of the best guitarists that are out there. I mean, his solo work is is insane. Um, I thought Manson was best with him. Yes. So good for him getting a steady paycheck. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's not nice going to hate on him for that. He's going to be in front of a lot more ears and eyes now. You know, and uh, it's good because he deserves it. Yes, yeah. phenomenal. The album he did with David Lee Roth, man. Yes, I the have LR that album. Band, I love it. I tell people all the time that's the best Van Halen album you've never heard yet because nobody fucking knows about it. That's a good Barely point. Anybody, they they got no fucking appetizing, man. They used to play Slam Dunk once in a while. What was it called? DLR, uh, DLR band. band. It's excellent, dude. It was it was released by um. David himself on his own label. Why was that record? Why was that self released it? And, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's killer, man. Check it yeah, out. It's great stuff. Wayne, great news. What we have just matched. We 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 just reached nine hundred ten subscribers. 
Holy yeah. shit. So we are 90 subs away from monetization. Thank oh. you, everybody, for helping I us subbed get, uh, today. Hey, what? What's you that? Did so- oh, thank I you. subbed. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Who's in for Halloween? What do you mean, who's in for Halloween? You're going. It's, if you're going or not. I'm not going. I've seen him enough. I, I love <clears> to, but, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, we're going... I'm taking my niece to go see ghosts this summer. So, you know, cool. thankfully tickets were cheap for that. So I missed um, candle mass because of, I wanted to see destruction. I was one or the other, one or the other. I couldn't swing both. Uh, oh, I love the last candle mass, album, especially the track that they did with um, Iomi. I'm a big fan of candle mass so. period, period, you know, from that epicus, doomicus, metallicus up until the, the self, you know, the new one, not the self title, but the new, with uh, their old singers back from Epicus Dumicus Metallicus. Since you like destruction, I got this box. Ah, oh, nice, man. Did you, ever, you don't, do you have that? No, know. hell no. no I didn't cool. even know there was a, that. That's all the vinyls together. It, uh, it's a picture discs. Wow, yeah, dude, nice. get out of here. Man. That's, That's awesome. Cool. I thought it was funny that you just mentioned uh, Molly Crew, and I was like, doesn't he know Wayne hates that? <laughs> no, he doesn't. I hate everything after fucking, well, there's a few songs on, on theater of pain that kind of sound like they were written for shout at the devil. But I mean, if they could have stayed like shout at the devil, it's Vince didn't get into that fucking accident and kill fucking razzle, you know, we would have had something different. I actually think the best song on that album is save our souls because it was in the demons soundtrack. Oh yeah, it was. So I, I enjoyed that song a lot, especially in the scene that they used it because they were in the uh, cemetery in the movie within the movie when that song was playing. So I thought that was pretty cool. I'm a big Euro horror fan. Don't even get me started, bro. Cause that's a whole other fucking conversation. (laughs) Yeah. If we do heavy metal Halloween again, we do another uh, Italian horror movie. We got to have him back on. Just for the fucking Dario Argento, Lamberto Bava, all of that, man. Michelle Suave, yeah. all of that shit. Is because phenomenal. we reviewed Demons 1 and 2, and Wayne was like, where did the airplane come from, the helicopter? I'm like, was, I don't know. I don't know where that helicopter came from. That was another fucked up movie, man. When you first saw it, you know, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I loved it. A movie for you guys to check out. Vampire, we're talking about best vampire movies. Check out Stakeland. Stakeland one and two. You're fucking excellent, man. Thank you. Trying to remember it. They're right up there with 30 days a night, kind of almost. I'll check it out. All right. So in case nobody knows who you are, Bobby, where can people find you and and, uh, everything? Okay, every Thursday night on metalmessiahradio.com. I have a show streams from the metal crypt. It's uh a metal show with a little horror vibe to it. I talk about horror movies, you know, and there. And I don't really do a lot of talking, but I, I, I keep it to, uh, I think a decent, a decent time, amount of time, and then I start playing music again. But um, every every Thursday from seven to eleven p.m. on MetalMessiahRadio.com, and you can hear me play with Attacker, um, and. I will have a show on the 25th with Purgatory at Dingbats, the Iron Maiden tribute. And the following weekend, Denim and Leather. I think it, I think the name of the place is Love Drafts or something like that. It's in Pennsylvania. So I play in, in PA a lot with those guys because 
that's where they're pretty much to their home base. And, right. and the scene is better in Pennsylvania, really. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, we're already booked. Fucking, we probably have about 14 gigs already. Really? So yeah, I'm be playing. I'll be playing out just about every other weekend for sure. Steady. So oh, that's good. Really cool. helps. At least somebody's got a show. What's that? At least somebody has a show, right, Lou? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you this. know, it, it's like people want to hear stuff they know. You know, it sucks. We but know <laughs> a good cover band makes more fucking money than the original bands. How do I mm-hmm. know? In both. So yeah, yeah. You. yeah. You know? It's sad but true. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, hey. my friend Damiano Christian's in Sacred Oath, and he's got an Ozzy tribute. He's got a Def Leppard tribute. Hey, man, you, know? you have to survive, bro. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. But guys, I, I really appreciate it, man. I had a I had a very enjoyable time. Thank you to everybody listening. Thanks to a few of my friends that popped into the chat. Yeah, everybody stayed on for the whole show. So I yes, love thank you, guys. you so much. I love my Metal Messiah Radio family. You guys know who you are, my chat family. You guys are the best. Without without people like like them and without fans, yeah. it would be fucking nothing, man. No, no. no I, I tell you, metal fans are the most dedicated, and oh, you know yeah. that's why we're happy to be amongst them. So yeah, man, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate them like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yep, and we appreciate everybody. Appreciate watching the you show. guys too. Yeah, we appreciate you coming do. on. Is your help and keep the scene alive too, man. Everybody does your does share. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you very much again for coming on the show and watching, hanging out with us, and enjoying the chat. It was a lot of fun seeing all your messages here. So I appreciate everything that you guys have done tonight. And make sure you hit subscribe. Uh, check us. Check Lou and I have a band called Severed Angel. Go check that out. Um, yes, we have a link tree. I play uh, you guys. I play you guys on Metal Messiah Radio. Yes, I thank know, you. Streams yeah. in a metal crit. So, yep, I've been in there. Last actually, I was on. Uh, I was in the, the chat last week. So I, I come in every once in a while. Yeah, man. Which, I appreciate uh, that. Appreciate thank it. you. Which song of ours do you like? Oh man, you were making me He's go. Not gonna remember. Come on. Do you like a fate worse than death? It's the only one he has. Sure. I'm going to tell you which one I. Play. I'd be happy with that. That's <laughs> I can fine. Tell you right now. Give me a second. Severed Angel. Uh, I feel bad even asking this question. I'm so sorry. Oh, but it's okay. I just heard about you guys a couple weeks ago. Come on. But I like what I hear. And and the people, uh, Fate Worse Than Death. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate that. Fate that's our that's death. our most streamed song on Bandcamp. So great song, cool. man. I picked that song without even knowing that. So that should tell you something, really, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, who, who would have thought that a song like that would, uh, w- w- with a song title like that would, uh, you know, strike in the hearts of everyone who heard it, but then they hear it and they're just like, wow, what's this? Even in my own brother who, you know, hasn't, uh, he's the one who got me into metal. I mean, he got me into my favorite band of all time, Black Sabbath. I played him the song and he was bopping his head. That's great. He's like, this kind of reminds me of like Alcatraz with balls. I'm like, that's the nicest thing you could have ever told me. Thank you. Yeah, man. It's I I'm a big Sabbath fan too, man. We talked awesome. about that. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're Ozzy, didn't we? Wayne? Was that you or was that somebody else? No, I don't think it was me. No. Well, all right. Real quick. Ozzy, <laughs> go ahead. Ozzy, your deal. Uh Tony Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the Tony Martin stuff. So do I. I. I, do. I really do. I, I want. I want to go deal. 
I'm going to go, I'm, I say DO2, bro. And, you know, I always stick with that because he's, I, I, I went to high school in 1981 and heaven and hell had just come out the year before, you know, in 80. So that one is more relevant and this, I'm going to have a lot of good nostalgic, you know, feelings towards that. And also Blizzard of Oz, man, come on. That was out at the same time. Mm-hmm. As heaven I'm, I'm going to go Iomi. Because without him, there is no Sabbath. And 13 oh, sucked. The king of riffage right there. Yep. King. Yes. I love Sabbath. And Black Sabbath changed so much when Dio came in the band. And he just made it kind of almost like a, I hate to say it, like a real band. But, you know, just made it a, 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 a totally different thing than what, when it was yeah. with Ozzy in the band. You know, it, it, was, just it was different. Completely and it different was monster. Better in its own way. Right. You know, yeah. so. It didn't sound like the old stuff, that's for sure. No, not at all. So I was I was actually watching this uh this thing, uh it, this um unauthorized biography called uh, Black Sabbath Up Close and Personal. And like I couldn't believe how many people said, Oh, the stuff they did with Ronnie was great, but they should have never called the Black Sabbath. Are you fucking what? kidding me? Get out of here. No, that's that's I'm like, okay, boomers. <laughs> Back to that that era, you know. And uh, Tony Martin, too, man. He worked his ass off. What do you do? Like five albums with Sabbath. And uh, his yeah. last. Yeah, five. Forbidden. Yeah, don't forget Forbidden. A lot of people forget Forbidden. But um, his solo album that just came out most recently, Thorns, is excellent. Oh, people are raving yeah. about that album, man. Yeah. So if you guys enjoy Tony Martin's Sabbath, check it out. Thorns, killer. Yeah, definitely. Go check that out. And go check out all the Attacker albums and go listen to uh, what's the name of your damn radio show again? I'm so tired right now. I can't remember. Metal Messiah, Metal Messiah Radio. Radio. Metal yeah, Messiah Radio, baby. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, 7 to 11. What's the name of the show? Screams from the Crypt. There we go. Screams from the Metal Crypt. Metal crypt. All right. Go check that out. Good night. And good night, everybody. Again, thank you very much, Bobby, for coming on the show. We will see you guys next week. Next week, hit subscribe, ratsaddereview.com. Smash that like button. Linktree, Severed Angel, don't forget, and Demone. I'll be playing you guys tomorrow night. Thank you, sir. Very cool. All right. Goodbye, guys. All right. Good night. Salute. Salute.